Fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And the best way to level up both your mental and your physical fitness is by making small but powerful changes to your daily habits and routines. With this podcast, I aim to bring you a combination of short educational solo casts and slightly longer conversations I've had with a wide variety of fascinating people. The goal? To help you develop a lifestyle which supports your mental and physical fitness and improves your overall quality of life. My name is Jay Unwin. Welcome to FitBody FitMind. Welcome back to Fit Body, Fit Mind. And today I have got with me Brandon Skipati. Did I get that name right, Brandon? Because I've realised that I have no idea how to pronounce your surname. <laughs> well, actually, you did get it right. Oh, um, thank God for that. It's, you got it right. So I guess the, the Italian way to say it is Skipati. Okay. So you got it right. Skipati. But in America, it's kind of like one of these things where it's like, I don't want to always be like, hey, I'm Brandon Skipati. I'd rather just Brandon Schipetti. It's just, Okay easier for people to say but harder for people to actually say on the first go but you got it you got okay. it actually correct there so we go good. i feel really proud of myself now well <laughs> for those of you who are listening who don't know brandon brandon is the founder of rise above fitness which is a uh, a fitness center a gym uh, a clothing brand out of orange county california mm-hmm. uh, and not only that but he is uh, he has had a, a fair level of success in the music industry as well which is how i first came across brandon he was a vocalist in a band which i used to listen to on repeat in my late teens and early 20s, a band called Bleeding Through, which some of you might have heard of. Um, But we're here to talk about fitness, not music, because otherwise we will go down that rabbit hole way too deep. Um, Brandon, what does fitness mean to you? Well, it's kind of like this. Like, you know, I grew up playing sports and um, uh, I was was pretty pretty good at sports where I could have at least gone to like a next level of like college or like... uh, minor league pros who knows the pros was just a pipe dream or whatever but sure it's just one of those things where i was so consumed by 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 music um but also sports so i knew sports wasn't gonna be part of the picture because i chose music as like my main focus but there was like always like this void that i had and um first couple i mean the first year or so like even with like touring with like 18 visions or throw down or bleeding through, I would always like work out. Like even if it was like 20 minutes, like on the road in the, in the hotel room, I'd have bands, I'd do like body weight stuff. And what I really found it is it really centered me. Um, I deal with mental issues. So I'm bipolar. So like, um, it was sort of like my way of like leveling out, like my, my, I guess attitude and my emotions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it really helped me focus for, for that show that night or even being on the road. Like I always saw it as like, my one thing that I can accomplish for myself is to get up and get moving and do something that's going to like improve my body and improve my health. And that would help me on the road with, with music and also help me with like my, my emotions and, and my mental (laughs) shit. So, um, so to me, it is everything is the thing that centers me and the thing that clears my mind and helps me focus for all the tasks of that day. I, I love fitness and I love working out. But at the same time, it's probably my least favorite part of the day, which is weird to say. But by saying it's my least favorite part of the day, it just means it's my one challenge that I have to do. And getting going is always 
shitty, but when you're done, it, it helps me say, okay, that's behind me. That was the hard part of the day. Everything right now is a bonus. So look at everything kind of positively moving forward. Um, and so for me, it is really just like, it's for the mental focus. It's, it's for, um, just sort of always knowing that I'm going to do something for myself every day, yeah. which I think everybody should do. Um, and to me, it is just something that, um, I don't feel I could live without, like I work, I've worked out, I mean, at least four days a week since I was like fucking 17 years old yeah. and I'm, and I'm 40. So it's like, it's just become so it's become part of my lifestyle and my nature. And I just don't think that I would even be me without it. Yeah. Um, it became something with my music where I know it's like a total vanity point here, but like people kind of were like, Oh, like the singer of bleeding through works out. You could tell yeah, yeah, this yeah. and that. And it's like one of those things. And, and it just became like part of like who I was. And so it's just really important to me. It's really something that I find important for balance, but I also try to like, that's what I try to teach people and try to institute in people's lives is creating sort of a culture within fitness to where it's a, it's a daily ritual for them and it, and it helps their balance with their home life, uh, personal life, work life, all that stuff. So, and it helps them make progress progress for themselves. And I feel that if people can see progression with themselves, um, it could help them in other facets of their life. Without a doubt. And this is something which a lot of people tend to miss is they think of fitness and this isn't just people, you know, people outside the fitness industry, but within the fitness industry as well. Something I've found is that a lot of people try and have fitness as a separate entity within their life rather than it being an intrinsic part of all of these other threads because life is this you know real complex tapestry and you've got relationships and hobbies and work and and all of these things and and fitness isn't something that you tack on to the side it's something which is it it can be an innate part of your existence like you were saying totally and the the thing that i find too is when people have short-sighted goals like when i get a client that is like hey i want to train for a bodybuilding show of course i'll train them for that but you, you tend to see them go really hard for something and then it's just over. And then they take like a year off or two yeah. years off. And then they get to a point where they, Oh fuck, I don't know how to get back in shape. And I try to just tell people like, that's great, but keep your goals long term. Like this is a long term investment in yourself. Don't, yep. don't have a short sighted goal of, I want to do a powerlifting competition or I just want to do bodybuilding or I just want to get my body looking good so I can go to Mexico on spring break. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's just those short sighted goals keep, it keeps fitness away from your life. It's just something separate. And I'm try. I try to like teach people and kind of like spread the word of this is a lifestyle. This is something that you need like an everyday, everyday thing. So I find that whenever I can connect with somebody on that level, it helps them further and it keeps that lifestyle in their life and something that could, they could spread to like their family and, yeah. and their loved ones and their kids. And it's something that they could have in their life. Like for me, both my parents were active. So I saw that all the time. And I knew that was going to be part of me. I just knew it. Yeah, that's that's the. There's a huge amount of power in having that influence around you uh, when when you're growing up. And I was chatting to someone recently who was kind of the same. And they their parents were very active. They were they were into sport and they were into training, going to the gym, and all the rest of it. And that had a knock on effect to them. And that that doesn't mean to say that if your parents weren't like that, you can't do it. But it just shows that you know if there's anyone listening to this who is a parent or who's becoming a parent soon or is thinking of becoming a parent, there is so much power in showing. 
uh, is in showing up in a way that you think is, you know, being a good role model, right? And looking after your health and looking after your fitness is a massive part of being a good role model. It doesn't matter if you tell yeah. your kids that they should be doing it. If you're not doing it, they're not going to do it, right? So it's no, having... you got you got to lead by example. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that I loved about what you just said there was this kind of bringing together of long-term goals, but short-term. Um, a mixture of long-term and short-term thinking in the sense that you've got these long-term goals and you're thinking you're not thinking about achieving an end result within the next no. couple of months but also you what you are looking at is on a daily basis a, an intrinsic reward of actually enjoying the process right so having those long-term goals in mind but not yes. relying on that long-term goal to motivate you if you can find yeah. something which it motivates you on a daily basis and to find an enjoyment so you know not everyone's going to enjoy the style of training you do right some people are no, going to enjoy not. something different i mean <laughs> yeah. what, what kind of training do you do well i kind of do everything so like like i said like i've trained people for sports so i've i've been involved in high school football doing strength and conditioning on that level for i was in that for about eight years i haven't done that in a while because that's a massive commitment sure um but i was in that for for eight years i loved it I've, I've taken a lot of those kids from like the high school level, trained them to get ready for college, trained them to get ready for the pros, um, in all levels. I've done like baseball, football, uh, hockey, all, all sports, like track and field, rugby, soccer, like yeah. whatever. So I've, I've done that. And that's kind of what I got my work when I first started getting involved in this industry, um, doing is because the person that I kind of was my mentor and that I interned under was into sport rehab. And so he worked with a lot of athletes. Yeah. So I learned how to basically like help athletes either overcome an injury or just take that step forward. Yep. But through that, I mean, I've trained people for powerlifting competitions, bodybuilding competitions, men and women, women's both powerlifting and bodybuilding. And, but my, if I have to like pinpoint what I do and what my forte is, is I am, I train mainly high, like metabolic hypertrophy. So like I try to train people where, it's a slow climb of putting muscle on burning fat, but yep. also training in a way where it's a faster pace to where you're not on the treadmill for 20 minutes or yep. 40 minutes. It's you'd get your, you get your cardio outlet and you raise your metabolic rate. So you're burning that fat while you're working out. So I like to push people at a pace. Um, but I'm not really limited to like what the exercises I train. At. I always yeah, like yeah. to, uh, educate myself on new ideas and new thinkings and, and sort of like, um, new ways to sort of get to that result that that person wants and help them get to the next result from there as well. So really I would say that my, the way I train it, like if you pinpoint it, it's, you know, hyper like metabolic hypertrophy, yeah. but, but really I am, I've been in this for so long that I, I mean, it's weird to say that, but over 10 years now, almost, yeah. almost 12 years now training people where really it's like, I, I could, Basically, you tell me what you want and I can do it. Yeah. And if yeah. I can't, I will educate myself to be able to do it. And that will actually, I look forward to those moments because that helps better me as a trainer. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of pushes you forward. And it, I mean, there, there's always constant room for growth in anything that we do, isn't it? And that's that's something that it I is. think is a good, a good crossover. One of the things I love about fitness is the philosophy of 
kind of self-improvement and growth and development and I kind of use the analogy of fitness a lot when I talk about um, uh, you know other challenges that we face in life I mean you've talked about your uh, your mental health struggles um, a moment ago about bipolar and having to deal with that on a day-to-day basis now you manage that and um, you know we've all got these challenges which which appear in life I mean just before we started recording I mean we were talking about the challenges that we've been facing this year right 2020 has been a bit of a mad year um and we are constantly facing these these challenges in life but those challenges are kind of like mental and emotional workouts if we allow that oh, it's, recovery time it's afterwards been, yeah it's then, been brutal i yeah. mean and that's and that's like for me now my focus really with people is helping getting people moving again oh you yeah know what i mean and it's it's like it's one of those things that i struggle with I'm like really like are they looking to me for that but at the same time I don't even care. Even if like I put something on my feet of like a little workout, if five people do that, then I've won. You know well, what yeah. I mean? That I've made a little bit of a difference. It's five people that and weren't doing really, it before, yeah. isn't it? And really it's like, I see fitness as a big way to get people over this like mental hump of what's going on. I mean, their worlds are being shut down like businesses and their home life and not seeing your friends and your loved ones. It's playing a toll. It's a massive toll on me. Yeah. Um, as well as like f- so many people I know whether they like to admit it or not. There's yeah. a lot of people that are like to admit it like, oh, this isn't really affecting me. Fuck yeah, it is. It's affecting you because it's affecting people around you. Like as much of an introvert as people want to say they are they, or they're not affected by the surroundings of other people, it is because it's a big stress that's hanging over everybody's fucking head in this world right now and that it, it is massively weighing on our shoulders. Yeah. And so I really try to tell people take, even if it's 30 minutes for yourself, if you could take 30 minutes for yourself to do something positive for yourself that you feel is progressing forward for yourself, dude, that's going to help you so much through all of this. That's why we made these shirts that say fitness is essential because they're closing down essential businesses and blaming gyms essentially for the outbreak of, of what's going on. They're blaming gyms and bars and all that kind of shit. And I'm just like, dude, there are so many other things that are open that are collecting massive gatherings of people. And it's like, I don't know. So I think it's essential for people and their well-being and their their immune system and their health and all that stuff. They can help it could help them fend off coronavirus. Like dude, like I'm around people every day. Yeah. Every fucking day I'm around people. And yes, I'm safe about it. I wear a mask and and even in my gym like I try to stay a little bit further away from people yeah. than I normally am. Dude, it's been almost a year since coronavirus has been going on. I haven't had it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really pay tribute to the fact that I'm doing i'm being active every day i'm making myself yep. sweat i'm helping my cardiovascular system I'm, I'm doing everything to like help my immune system eating better and it, it's definitely paid big dividends for me really yeah without a doubt and this is this is something which is is vital for people to understand and i think that another thing that's really uh, important to understand is it's not it's not a replacement like you've said yourself you're doing the you're doing the stuff which which helps prevent the transmission like wearing a mask like socially distancing where you can and all of that stuff um it's not one or the other it's it's both if you're looking after your immune system then if if that virus gets into your system you're you're more capable of fighting it off and this doesn't just go for this year this goes for life in general right we yeah. we've got certain things we can control certain things we can't control right and if we allow ourselves to release a bit of the control for the things which are external which are going on which we have zero control over it can give us more of that energy to make decisions about things we can control and one of the things that we can yeah. control is w- how active we are 
You know, it's it's what we eat. It's whether we make sleep a priority. It's all of these little things that we can do on a daily basis. And you talk about taking time for yourself and you talk about kind of self-care in that way. And a lot of people have this misunderstanding about kind of self-care or doing something for yourself that it's something it has to be something pleasurable right people talk about self-care having a bath or going for a spa weekend and stuff like that you talk about fitness being the hardest part of your day your workout is the hardest part of your day but it is your self-care time and that totally it seems to be a contradiction for a lot of people but that challenge putting yourself through something difficult is that's that's physically challenging and it's an acute stress like a a short sharp stress of 20 minutes 30 minutes an hour whatever rather than this chronic stress that we're all under 24 hours a day that acute stress of a workout is one of the absolute best stress busters there is you cannot when you're working out hard especially the style that you do you know with your mixture of circuits and heavy lifting and all of this kind of metabolic stuff that you do you cannot think about how many emails you've got to get back to or the argument you had with your mate or the you just it's all out of your mind because you're focused on that moment and we talk about meditation and mindfulness mindfulness when you're doing a hard workout is like it's automatic you cannot you cannot help but be in the moment and that's so good for you it is man and you should take that time for yourself and it's so easy to just sit on your couch and like either drink a bunch or fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. eat bad. It's easy to kind of give up and to say, ah, eh, fuck it. Everybody else is giving up. Like I'll give up to you. And then I'll, I'll bounce back after this is all done. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, you know, I turned 40 this year and I was like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my fucking life. Like yeah. I have this opportunity to do that, you know? So fucking, I'm going to do it. And it's yeah. like, and it's just, it's really like, it's really helped, man. I just, and that's really like my focus right now with people is, is trying to get them back into the gym. And even if they're not getting back into the gym, just getting them something to do yeah. to like help them just get moving, man. And it's like, it really is. And I, I see it right now in the current climate of the world right now. It's, it's so much mental. Um, it's so much mental fitness more as yeah. much as it's physical. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's, it's, it's this, this constant uncertainty. I think the biggest thing that really gives us stress, this chronic stress, the stress that we don't want in our lives is the uncertainty, right? Once we know what's going on, we can deal with it. But this year has been uncertainty after uncertainty. It started off with just a general what the fuck is going on, right? It started with that. Yeah. And then it kind of progressed into, all right, how are we going to deal with this? And then the business is shutting down. And then have I lost my job? Is my job still going to be there? How long are we going to be locked down for? Um, am I safe? Are my loved ones safe? And and then it was uncertainty about when things were opening back up and what's going on in other parts of the world. And now in the UK, we've just gone it. Well, at this time of recording, we're a few days into a second kind of lockdown where all the businesses have closed again, and people don't Jeez. know, you know, what Christmas is going to be like. And this uncertainty is playing on people's minds, and that is why we need to uh, uh, any any opportunity we have to let go of uncertainty and accept uncertainty because let's be honest this year although it's taught us that and it's been a a real unique year uncertainty is constant uncertainty is constant we never know what's going on really we like to think we we do humans haven't got a fucking clue and the like the more we can let go of that and go right what can i control i can control my daily routine and I can tr- control yeah. my actions. I can control how I act. That You can't control how other people act and you can't control chance. You can only control how you act. And if you think about if just that, that, that action itself of taking responsibility is such a relief when you do it. It is, man. It just, it, 
Yeah. I mean, I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face, but it's just like people need to, we need to, we need to take our lives back, man. Yeah. <laughs> we just do like people need to just do something that is going to give them like empowerment and yes. give them yeah. a sense of, a sense of, uh, accomplishment. And I feel that that one way you could do that is to just better your health, better your body, better your mind. Yeah. And so like with that in mind, we're talking about kind of the, the mental side of things, the physical side of things, you know, what's your biggest, if, what's the biggest challenge that you've faced personally in terms of like physically and also in, in terms of the mental side of things on each of those, what's the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? During this time or just in general? In general, mate fuck yeah big question right <laughs> big question <laughs> yeah i mean well mentally it's just mentally it's a daily struggle with yeah. just with the bipolar and uh you know taking care of that going to therapy i do that yeah. you know once or twice a week um taking care of my mind trying to make myself better for my wife and my business and my friends and everything like that and trying to understand how i could help you know bipolar by doing things like you know I'm unmedicated because I don't want to be on any of the medications. I try things like, you know, working out helps me. Um, I smoke CBD, um, yeah. just things like that, like in the morning and just really trying to like take time for myself. That's always been the biggest challenge for myself. I'm very hard on myself, so I never feel like whatever I do is good enough. So knowing that, you know, seeing the little accomplishments in your life and saying, okay, that's good enough today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really important. Um, a lot of people, struggle with that of not feeling good enough you know what i mean yeah and yeah. when you're when you're in the fitness world too you know that's kind of one of the things that drives us is you never really want to settle and you you always want to try to achieve more and so it kind of gives you that sense of not being good enough so it's like you gotta but you gotta find that you gotta find that that balance there where you're yeah, like it's all okay, about balance isn't it this it's is always, good always this about is, balance yes this is good enough so that is my biggest challenge of knowing that at least what i've done today is good enough for me and yeah. that will help my mental state of mind yeah physically i mean really i'm not the biggest guy i'm five foot eight and it's like physically i mean overcoming injuries here and there from like powerlifting or this or that but really i've, I've everything that i've kind of wanted to accomplish with like my physique um w within my like limitations of yeah. size and stuff like that i'm not gonna be like hey i'm gonna go to the gym and be six foot four and 250 pounds no yeah. that's not gonna happen so, but I always find that like physically, I just like to push myself to points where, um, you know, I set little goals and try to reach those goals. And I always try to tell people that that's the best way to do it is try to reach those little goals, like dropping a, a percent of body fat, dropping five pounds or gaining five pounds, doing little things like taking like one, one week and just cutting out a certain thing that, you know, you shouldn't be eating, just taking it really slow and really like, and just focusing on just this is your lifestyle. So, I mean, physically, I mean, that's all that like um, has been in my biggest challenge is trying to figure out something more to sort of uh, give you like a, a you know, a, I talked about a short-sighted goal, but also short-sighted goal that could transition into a long-term yeah. goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like those are the things that physically are, are the biggest challenge for me. But really the biggest challenge for me is just my mental state of mind yeah. every day. Yeah. And that's something that needs constant focus. And sometimes I'll lose. Sometimes I'll lose that battle and I'll just be like, you know what? I can't be at the gym today. I'm not in the right mindset. I got to, I got to leave today. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. just knowing those and taking that time for yourself. So really in general, those are my two, those are my, those are my, uh, my 
kind of challenges yeah sure with that in mind like is that something that you've kind of worked on becoming more aware of um you know over the years is it something you've have you always been quite in uh, i guess in tune with how you're feeling mentally and being able to kind of take a step back when you need to or has that taken a lot of practice well i used to be the master of completely hiding all my mental issues i hid it for my band for so many years and but they always just wondered like why like sometimes i was just like such a different person yeah. my attitude would change so much um, sometimes I've, it's definitely taken its toll on me and it, it's taken over on me because it, it will, but it is something that like I've learned over the years, how to like challenge and how to balance, you know, you know, the, the, the mood swings and all that kind of stuff to stay focused, to focus on my, on my gym and, or focus on my band and, and stuff like that. So that's, that's always been a thing, but it's definitely getting better. You know what I mean? You're going to have your ups and downs with that mental challenge, but you just got to stay focused on, you know what, like today it needs to be better than yesterday but it's okay if it's not. Yeah, and I think that it ties in with that taking control and relinquishing control part of things that we were chatting about a moment ago because, you know, I talk about letting go of stuff outside of your control that's external, you know, like other people's decisions and the chaos that is the universe and all that kind of existential stuff. But the... um there's a lot going on internally which we don't have as much control over as we'd like to uh, either. So, you know, like with, with the bipolar, that's not something you've got direct control over. It's something that you have to kind of, there's a level of acceptance there um, where you have to go, right, this is the way it is. Sometimes this thing that's in, in my head that makes things difficult is going to be worse than other days and I need to accept that. Yeah. And, and the things that I can control, like you said, um, focusing on that and focusing on the little things you can do to make that easier. So I totally totally get where you're coming from i find i find that like if someone makes fitness their lifestyle they're they're understanding um they're embracing that like 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 that goal that day that challenge and yeah. i feel like that just we talked about before it just it helps your mind accomplish other things yeah yeah it was like it was always like i always treated the gym as therapy for me like it was always yeah like at that release i always felt so much better it was like i'd got all of the stress and the worry and the 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 kind of the things that were eating me up everything became uh, it was like i got perspective when i when i'd finished my workout it was like i had new perspective on these problems and actually you know they weren't totally. so bad and it's yeah it's massively uh, massively powerful you know, in that right one one of the things that I struggle with too, though, is like because I own the gym and I'm here every fucking yeah. day. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't feel like working out. That's that's hard when you're yeah. at the gym every because people are always like, oh, you must work out all day. And I'm like, dude, working out after I'm here all day, dealing with the business side of things, yeah. is really hard. Yeah. And that's something that's like a daily battle as well. But it's just a challenge that you have to win. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like being a chef, isn't it? And you just don't. Well, the last yeah. thing you, last thing you want to do after last working as a chef, is, <laughs> the last, last thing you want to do is eat your own cooking. Yeah, exactly. Like you want someone is. to cook for you. Um, but yeah, and that's why because you, you, uh, you don't program your own stuff, do you? Someone else? Pro do you still have someone else programming for you? I, I get insight from a, a friend of mine that's always kind of like we've always kind of just programmed together. Yeah. as like for fun. Um, I, I'd say. 70% of the time I write my own programming still, oh, okay. um, but I, I always research and just try to figure out like just new things, better ways and try things out all the time. So I still pretty much program for myself, but sometimes I'll send my program to like a friend or my friend will come in and he'll be like, Hey, I will try this, okay. you know, try this right here. This might help right here. Just getting that outside perspective. Yeah, on a bit of things. accountability as well, isn't it? Yeah. And that's, so really for the last couple of years, it's been my programming, but you know, I'm, I'm not above say okay i'm in a fucking rut i need somebody yeah. from the outside kind of give me a little bit of perspective here yeah coaches need coaches too right dude absolutely and 
it's 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 wrong of of coaches and and trainers and teachers to think that what the knowledge that they have is the be all end all. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> you gotta challenge your brain and expand your brain because people there's so many ideals out there of fitness and and everything. So it's like why not take that opportunity to learn more Without and apply apply those those learnings to yourself and your clients like you know what i mean why why close yourself off yeah it's 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 naive at best and arrogant at worst isn't it really to yeah, think that you really think is. that you think that you're you're you know you're finished you know it all now um that's just not the case and often you'll find that the more you do if you're if you're actually switched on enough the more you learn the more you realize that you absolutely have no idea like in the grand scheme of things you know the more you realize there is yeah. yet to learn isn't there yeah, we all know about five percent. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Um, one of the things I was I was curious to ask as well was like again linking back to kind of your time in bands and obviously you kind of still still doing your music and everything at, yeah, the, at the moment as well. Yeah, and um, uh, but like obviously in the kind of the years that you were massively active and touring in terms of like you're saying eighteen visions and stuff as well as bleeding through and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about training while you were on the road and, you know, in the like <laughs> in the car parks and stuff like that outside venues. I vaguely remember there was something about w- workouts in car parks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, was that was that unusual? Because sometimes this the, the heavy music scene, you know, metal punk hedonism and stuff like that. And obviously there was then the straight edge thing as well. Was mm. there was there was it unusual when you were doing that on tour? Was that an unusual yeah. thing? It totally was. I was the only one working out for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would just be in the parking lot, just wherever. I would just, whatever weights I could get my hands on, uh, I would just bring that. I would never have, like, crazy weight set up. So I would, like, always challenge myself to, like, think of new ways to kind of work out that weren't so, like, the same every day yeah. with minimal with minimal equipment. And I always I, – I revert back to 2005. We did Warp Tour. And I remember um, – right where our bus was parked i would set up like this this little makeshift gym and i would be out there working out and there'd be like maybe one other person from another band come over and join me but mainly people would walk by and just make make fun of me oh we're working out this morning oh fuck i'm doing 12 ounce curls meaning they're just like drinking at yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and i'm just like all right man cool you know you have your thing i have my thing like it's all good but if you ever want to come over like come over and fucking get a workout in and i was always trying to like have people come join me and it just never worked. <laughs> so then I tell people fast forward from 2015. Yeah. I'm sorry, 2005, 2015. I went on warp tour with my, with my, my fitness company with rise above fitness. And I set up this tent in the backstage where all, and I did three sessions a day where all the, everybody was welcome. Yeah. Um, I had some companies sponsor and give us some equipment and stuff. So I had barbells, uh, dumbbells, kettlebells, benches, all this squat racks, all this cool shit. And it was funny because it was massive. Like I'd have 20 to 25 people per session. And I'm like, wow, in 10 years, the change of bands making fun of me for working out now working out is part of the whole culture of touring and with bands and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that I had like a massive play in that, but I like to think that like my band was big enough and I had the popularity enough to sort of help that become part of like music become part of like a touring regiment because i saw over those years of when bleeding through was touring more of the bands we would go on tour with would would come over and they'd work out with me and that's kind of when i realized like man like i could create a culture with this 
in like almost the same way that I'm doing with my music. I could create this fitness culture for a lot of people that didn't really feel like they had a place in it before, like a lot of musicians and I could go with this. And this is something I want to build and try to like, like help people. And, and this could be like, sort of, I guess my brand, I hate to say it like that, but that is like, that really is what become of it. And, and that's what helped me and made me want to like open my own gym and stuff like that. So really it's, it was all about like seeing the progression of my fitness on the road and seeing how I could, um, kind of inspire other people to get working out and stuff like that. And it was cool. It was a good bonding experience. You saw these people in bands have like a much easier day. They started playing more like better on stage. Um, stop drinking less on tour yeah. and, and it just embracing more of a healthy lifestyle. So that's something that I really saw the transition of like when I first started working out to now, when I work out on the road, it's like everybody wants part of it. Now, back then it was like, everybody was just making fun of me. Yeah. It's, it's something which, I mean, you go back even further and you, you're looking at, I mean, obviously like heavy metal through the eighties and stuff like that. It was hedonistic and through the nineties as well. It's hedonistic. It's this idea of excess and drink and drugs and all the rest of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, I mean, it's something that from the, from, from the outside, you can see it change as well. And I remember as well, you were, as far as I'm aware, in terms of the bands that I listened to, um, there there weren't many that stood out as being someone that you would look at and just go, yeah. Like I mean, I, one of the guys from Sick of It All, I can remember looking at, the, I think it was the guitarist yeah, in Sick Pete, of It All. Yeah, yeah like the, the yeah. guy's an absolute tank. And I remember well, that. Well, what's, what's, what's funny about that is we did a European tour with Sick of It All in 03 and Pete was working out every fucking day. He bought like, he brought like, he had weights over there and everything. And that was inspiring. Like watching him, he basically said to me, he's all, dude, if you want a career playing music, you got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just being like, sold. Yeah. But this you know is I mean? not sold. many, not many had that attitude. Greg from Dillinger is like, again, like yep. he was someone who, who I, I it, it stood out to me. And that, that was to someone who wasn't into fitness at the time at all. And there was kind of, when I went to, when I went to uni and I started getting into fitness, part of what made me feel comfortable doing that was because I was seeing people in my, circles like all the people who were totally into, all the people who were into my in, into fitness were people who weren't in the same scene as me they weren't into like metal and and all the rest of it and then to see yeah. a certain a handful of people in bands like yourself who you're like oh that guy obviously takes takes care of himself that guy obviously works yeah. out it kind of made me feel a bit more comfortable to go and do that myself as well and it's completely different now because again we're talking 15 years ago that that kind of uh-huh. was the change for me was like 14 15 years ago but um I think that more it's on the radar of more people in general now. More people overall are feeling more more motivated to take uh, to to take care of their their physical health and their mental health, right? And I think that's yeah. that's a that's only a positive thing. Um, but I mean, obviously, your brand, like you talked about, you know, you say you don't like calling it your brand, but it is. You know, heads banging, weights clanging, and all the rest yeah, of it. Exactly. Mate, you know? it, it really is. It's like it's, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of like. I'm proud of the little niche that I've like carved out and stuff like that. And it's something that like, I'm not like embarrassed to like say, like it is, it is my brand. Like it's, yeah. I worked hard for that. So it's like, I embrace it. Yeah, you, sh- you should, man. It's, 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 it's an awesome thing to see. And it's something which, you know, I've kind of seen a bit over the years just on online and on Instagram and stuff. Um, and, and as, as it's progressed, not for the whole, cause I mean, it's been like what, 10 years since you started it. Yeah, I've been. I've had the gym for ten years, and I've been training people for twelve. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've I've been following it for uh, probably about five years. So not not all that long, but only through you know having followed your music and stuff like that, and yeah. to see that um, the the community, not just within your gym, 
which is quite evident and and, and you can see the 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 buy-in from people because people feel like they belong there it's a community it's a it's a family and yes. you can see that it's a culture see, yeah. yeah it is but also more nationally and even internationally through the through the clothing brand where people feel like they can be a part of it even though they're somewhere else in the world um i mean have you got like are there, are there plans there to for global domination or what <laughs> i mean there's plans there i mean we've had to like we've had uh we've had a little lengthy battle with uh some like trademarking issues and stuff like that so okay. legally like we haven't been able to but the good news is that that's all over with and we won all our battles so really in the next couple of years it's going to be about setting up like the next challenge for rise above fitness and seeing like where we can go from there and i would love to have multiple locations um uh I would love that. And yeah. I, I, it's something that I, I tried to do years ago, but just running into like some like legal red tape, I couldn't. Yep. Um, but, but now it's all good. So really in the next couple of years, we're going to kind of take a look at the business. And first we got to get the business here back up yeah, and where it used to be. And that's, and that's going to be a challenge just due to like COVID and, and what we, how we struggle with COVID. But yeah. uh, um, I mean, the gym's still here. It's still successful. It's not where it was, but once that's back where it is, we're going to learn how to like, I think I see this as a big opportunity. We're going to learn how to run this business more efficiently. Yeah. And that's essentially going to help us for the next stages of like trying to um, either open a gym internationally or another gym like in the area. But I have always thought I've always wanted to like open a gym in Australia and I've always wanted to open a gym in the UK. Um, and really, I, I, I really would love I really would love that to still happen. So that's still on the radar. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Um, where did where did the name? I'm, I'm conscious as well that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to head off in a minute because you've got uh, you've got your clients and everything to no to see. But um, uh, we're good. Yeah, cool. Um, so with with the name Rise Above Fitness, where did that come from? Well, it was kind of one of these things where I was leaving uh, the gym I was working at, at the time with the trainer that I was working under, and we kind of just had like a little bit of a, um, like a little bit of a falling out. Sure. business wise. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm out. So I was leaving and I was really bummed because I really saw that as like a huge opportunity for me. And I was like leaving the gym and I was kind of just driving home and I, I was listening to like my music, whatever. And the song rise above came on by black flag. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start my own fucking company and I'm going to call it rise <laughs> above fitness. And it was within like five minutes of leaving the bad situation that I was in and saying to myself, this is what I'm going to do. And then the next day I literally found a gym to train out of. I LLC rise above fitness, started my own fucking company, took a couple clients over there with me and I just started a new company and I just said, fuck it, I'm doing this. And this, and it all kind of happens for like a reason, right? Like, yeah. and it was, and it had chance. to be a black flag song, didn't it? It had it was to be a black, black flag. Yeah, it exactly. had to be. <laughs> Wait, there's another and I'm example. Like, you know what? That's, I'm all, that's fucking cool. Rise above yeah. fitness. I'm all, I'm going to fucking make that happen. It works and it fits with your ethos around fitness and challenge and overcoming adversity and all of that is kind of summed up in yes. that in that one name. And I'm sure like, d does Henry Rollins know that that's where it came from? Uh, he does. It's funny because I, fuck man, this is crazy. But like eight years ago, I started writing a book. Yeah. And it's never come out. And the book was essentially a little bit about my little backstory, but mainly it was interviewing people in bands that have music, have fitness as a lifestyle. Sure. And I interviewed them. I interviewed Pete from Sick of It All too, and I still have all those interviews. And maybe one day I'll I'll release it. But it was so yeah. long ago that I was like, fuck, like it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um. But it was really cool getting to interview these people. And I interviewed Henry Rollins, and I said that my 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 gym name is Rise Above Fitness, and he said to me, well, 
that's a great name. He's like, unfortunately, I didn't write the song Rise Above. Uh, Greg Ginn wrote the song Rise Above. <laughs> um, he's like, but it's really cool. He's like, he's like, I'm honored that you use that as the name. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's as as you said that, it kind of made me think. Oh yeah, Rollins was another one, and he was like pre all the other guys who were like he was into fitness in a, in a time in the scene when it really wasn't I, a thing. I can honestly say that like him, he is the reason why I do what he's a big reason why i do what i do like the whole fitness and music thing because yeah. i would look at him and be like dude that's that's like i want like that like i that's what a singer should look like on stage like yep. you know what i mean like that's i've looked at other metal bands i'm like i don't want to look like that guy i don't want to look like that guy like yep. i don't want to be unhealthy looking like that i want to go on stage and people be like fuck all right there you go yeah you know what i mean like that's gives you more presence doesn't it? it gives you more presence on the stage and that's the thing too yes no one wants to see a fat singer <laughs> i don't I, I don't care how i don't care how good your band is but <laughs> it's like no one wants to see a fat singer they don't Maybe they, i'm not trying to diss on i'm not trying to diss on singers that are like kind of fat and stuff but i'm like it's dude, just not like, for you it's just gonna no it's just not <laughs> for me i it's nah nah right mate um this has been an epic conversation i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to let you go shortly because i know you've got to get on but um i also like i think that we need to do a sequel to this in the new year hopefully for sure absolutely when, anytime when, dude when things uh when things maybe are back up and running um but uh the kind of final thing that i'd, I'd love uh for you to share with the guys who are listening if there's anyone listening to this who who's who wants to get started and wants to kind of they, they know they want to make the changes the will is there but they're not really sure where to start in terms of improving their mental and physical fitness what would your what would your best bit of advice be to someone who who is at that point i've been telling people this and it's the most simple thing put your headphones in listen to a fucking new record or or old record one of your favorites or something that you just want to discover and just go on a fucking walk for 30 minutes yeah you know what i mean get some get some oxygen in your lungs and just get out there and get moving yeah and see how you feel See how your your mind feels after 30 minutes of taking that time for yourself of just getting out and walking. It's something so simple. And then see that as like a building block. Do yeah. that for a week. The next week, walk for 30 minutes, come home and do like 20 push-ups, 20 yeah. squats, 20 – just so small. And this is like bottom level, people that don't really like work out at all, that are yeah. really stuck. Um, and I've just been telling people that the, the hardest part – is to get yourself ready to go do those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you're it doing is. it. Yeah, once you're doing it, you're fine. So put your fucking clothes on, put your headphones in, take a walk. That's it. Go walk to a coffee shop that's 15 minutes away, get a coffee, walk back. Yeah. And just that walking alone, just getting that like blood circulating through your body and just that like just some sort of physical activity, just starting really small there is just a really big key. And so if you're really struggling, you know, getting out of your house, right now we all need to try to get out of our house as much as we possibly can so go do it go ride a bike go fucking walk go on a run if you're on a little bit more of advanced of a like a level fitness level yeah just do something for 30 minutes yeah that's all that's all i could i could i could ask these people to do and see what the change is after that first week see how much better you feel see how much better you can sleep see the anxiety level um decrease in your in your in yourself um just just start small start small start right there well that's the foundations isn't it it's like it's not just how good that 30 minute walk makes you feel but it's what's that 30 minute walk going to lead to in a year's time you're going to be doing something if you've sustained that you're going to have extended it or you've going to started introducing new things it's the foundations for a whole a whole new journey um and that's the thing like hit that challenge and then a month later 
start another challenge. It's yeah. like what I like most of my clients when they come in, if they're like just beginning with fitness, I don't even give them their diet until they've proved for a month that they can come to the gym um, consistently. Yeah. The working, working, I mean, diet is, I think that diet is the hardest part. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. part of fitness to me is diet and working out. Yeah. But diet's the hardest part. So prove that you can do the fitness part, right? And then after that, then we'll challenge yourself diet wise. Yeah. And it's all about kind of taking the challenges really nice and slow. And that's building routine and second nature. And that's building a lifestyle. And that's like really what I'm trying to focus on with people right now. And I think that in the time right now, that really is my focus. My real, my focus is picking, trying to pick people up and give them something to fucking do and give them something that they could do for themselves. And, you know, I think that that is most important right now for humanity and the way that I could help with people is to try to give them a little bit of hope. Yeah. That's it. It's a little bit of hope for themselves. Yeah, I love that. And you and me are on the same page with that kind of building it into daily habits and routines and all of the rest of it. It's something that I'm completely 100% on board with. And you talk about giving people something to do and that brings us nicely onto where can people find you if they've listened to this and they want to follow your stuff? Because I know you're doing little daily workouts on Instagram and stuff at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, for, right for now, people to, yeah. to To kind of jump in and, and do like a little five minute, 10 minute, whatever it is, little blast. Um, so yeah. is Instagram the best place to catch you? Yeah, Instagram. It's just my name, Brandon Chapetti, at Instagram. Or you could also follow at Rise Above Fitness on Instagram as well. Yep. Um, our web Our website is riseabovefitnessoc.com um, for anything like apparel wise, or if you're in the area, you want to book a session or to want to come check out our gym, you can book an appointment to do that. Um, there's just basic information on there. Um, we are kind of in the like sense of redoing our our website a little bit, but uh, that's still there. So those are really the easiest. Yeah. I don't really fuck with. I don't really fuck with facebook yeah to me facebook is um a lot of pictures of people's kids yeah and uh and people talking shit on politics yeah. and it's a really it's been a cesspool kind of this year mate it's, it's been kind horrible. of it's kind of a it's kind of a negative space right yeah. now so yeah. i'm kind of staying away from facebook right now that's a that's a good choice mate it's a very very good choice <laughs> not good for your mental fitness i can tell you that um, it's just not no what I will do as well is I'll put the links to those in the description for this episode. So if anyone is listening to this on Anchor or on Spotify, then those links will be clickable and you can click through and go and see Brandon's uh, Instagram page and have a go at some of the little workouts and stuff that he's putting on there. Um, yep. If you're listening to it on Apple, those links won't work. So you'll have to just type it in and go and find it because I don't know why. Um, cool. <laughs> Brandon, yeah, I'm going to say goodbye to you now, but don't disappear because um, yeah. it will delete your entire vocal track on this recording, which yeah, happened no to worries. me the other day. So I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. stop recording. We'll, I'm going to say we'll bye. Talk, we'll talk in a little bit too, because like I'm yep. starting writing the new Bleeding Through probably tonight, actually. So oh, mate. We'll, we have another, we have a little something to talk about Ooh. next time we talk. Yeah, that sounds good. Brandon, it's been absolutely amazing having you on. Thank you so much for, uh, no for worries, coming buddy. on and sharing your, uh, sharing your input. Have an amazing rest of your day. Go smash it and, uh, and I'll speak yeah. to you soon. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to Fit Body, Fit Mind with me, Jay Unwin. If you aren't already connected with me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook, then you can find all the links in the podcast description or on my website at fitbodyfitmind.online. Until next time, stay fit, stay well and have fun.